Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Life, love, and liberty. It's Monica Matthews. Welcome back to Live, Love, and Liberty with Monica Matthews. So, yes, we are on Periscope right now live, and we're also on Facebook live. Even though I was banned from Facebook, I'm kind of like in the, like, we look like we're in an underground conservative bunker, which, quite honestly, is where the whole country's going after 2024. <laughs> so, let's just be honest. Um, but today, happy Friday, by the way. Normally, I record with my daughter today for our podcast to air um, on Saturdays, but we're going to have to do that a little bit later today. So um, I have a couple of topics that are of interest to me, which are probably going to be of interest to you. Uh, if you are on social in the social media sewer, you are subjected to, <laughs> as I affectionately refer to it, um, you are always going to be subjected to politics unless you just somehow completely block it out. Uh, but good luck with that because they've already targeted you based on your preferences, your uh, purchases, your likes, your uh, personality profile tests. Uh, they being the people who are now going to target you for your vote. I have said for the past few years that it is going to become increasingly uh, more important for you to align with strategic, strategically align with excuse me, what I believe will end up being a personality-centric, uh, more of a, of a, uh, of remaining informed about all things politics and what's going on in the world. Because as we've seen, myself included, um, you can't really trust mainstream media. You just can't. Um, there's too much disinformation. There's too much bias. Uh, there's too much money floating through the coffers of your mainstream media outlets, first of all. So I want to start with politics are no longer local. Something that I've been employed to do for a number of years, even whenever I was in, in specifically when I was apolitical, was um, I wrote speeches for political figures. And it worked really well for me because I was apolitical, um, I, I didn't really care. I wasn't registered to vote. I, I didn't really care about either side. Um, and so but what I cared about was being able to effectively communicate a narrative and a message to whomever it was, you know, a candidate happened to be speaking with. Um, so I would go into that particular area and study things that were happening in that area, things that were important to that those particular citizens. Right. And. That's what's happening now, but on a larger scale, what people will tell you is that, that that's, that's somehow nefarious, that's somehow wrong, you know, that somehow you're some type of a, a political operative uh, and, and there's some nefarious reason behind you collecting data on people uh, so that you can shape a message. And that is absolutely fundamentally incorrect. That in and of itself is disinformation. Here's the bottom line, and this is what I talk about on my show regularly, on the regular. You are smart enough to determine 
who's full of crap and who's not, you have access to the same information I do. You have access to voting records. You have access to financial records, to campaign disclosures. Now, you might have to do a little bit of research about where the dark money is coming from because we do need campaign finance reform in this country. We do need term limits. If you're ever going to see a change in politics, it's going to have to start on those two platforms first, period, end of story. It's going to have to be campaign finance reform so that everything is exposed. Every dollar is exposed. Right now, you have things such as independent expenditures that can shield people from their finances being open to the public. Their contributions are not public, so you don't know who they are. We're guessing, which is why people like the boogeyman, who's not really the boogeyman, he's a real threat to the sovereignty of our nation, George Soros, But his name is kind of used hyperbolically to the point where we've become numb to his presence. And his presence really is systemic, and it is dangerous to the republic. That is not hyperbole. It it has nothing to do really with his—it does have everything to do with his past, which equals his present, which has always been um, a desire for globalism. And all globalism is is just a central— point of power. That's it. Probably eight people in the entire world run the world as it is. If you didn't know that, welcome. <laughs> but I, my show serves to empower you by reminding you that you're not stupid and, and you don't have to um, mine for information in the trenches and the sewer of social media in order to be informed. You can actually go seek it. And if you don't, I don't mind taking the time to do it because I enjoy informing my audience about a lot of things, life, love, and liberty. My initial show was faith, life, and politics. Well, that kind of freaks people out because whenever you talk about politics and you talk about faith, people are like, oh, there was a separation of church and state, which is complete crap. By the way, Congress shall in no wise make laws that revolve around religion. I mean, that's... Hello? Unless, here's my caveat to that, unless your religion flies in the face of our Constitution. If your religion incrementally and indiscriminately chooses to dismantle the foundation of our country, then your religion should not be allowed to stand in this country, much less proliferate. You can do whatever you want to do in your own home, but once you start setting up organizations in our White House— that are here to undermine the very underbelly of our country called the Constitution, you got to go. <laughs> like, no. that I'm just, call me a simpleton, okay? But this particular show, I want to talk about, there's, there, I want to talk about local politics. I posed a question to you guys on Twitter, which I do regularly. If you're not following me, you should, because my, fo- not because of me per se, but my followers are awesome, and they're informed, and they're engaged, and they're really pissed off. And they're tired, right? They're patriots is what they are. Um, but I posed a question this morning to uh, to my followers, and it was about local politics, basically. But some of you thought I was uh, referring to on a federal level, but I'm not. I said, and I chose my word like really intentionally in terms of I used this word. Ready? Here was my question. How important is a candidate's loyalty to Donald Trump 
in your upcoming state elections. And you only had two choices, a must or you were indifferent. As of right now, this morning at 11, 12 a.m., I've had 505 people vote on this. I suspect it'll grow exponentially as the day carries on and into tomorrow. And I may actually carry the poll over through the weekend. Because I love these polls. They're like 51% Fox News polls say, you know, that they're in favor of the president being impeached. Give me a break. How many Democrats did you actually poll for that figure? Fox News. So, again, mainstream media, you guys are going to have to align with personalities, other patriots who are not sold out to the mainstream system, who are not sold out to advertisers, who are sold out for the cause of liberty. Those are the people you need to start aligning with who are speaking on the airwaves. Hands down. You ready? 93.1% of you out of 505 voters said it is a must that your candidates on a state level are loyal to Donald Trump. And I had someone say, well, why don't we use maybe instead of using the term loyal, why don't you use another word. And I said, I, I'm a wordsmith. I deliberately chose the word loyal for a reason. We have a race going on in the state of Georgia that is a, a highly contentious race at this point. A seat was opened by a longtime beloved senator here in the state of Georgia who served Georgia for how, how many years, Mr. P? Like over 30, 32 years. And uh, was sadly stricken with uh, a horrific disease. And, and he's just been kind of, you know, phasing his way out of politics for a number of years now. And, and people still argue over whether or not he should have jumped out before now. But the baby's here, so what are you going to do? Here we are. So now we have this beautiful, tall, blonde, uh, successful, uh, articulate, um, uh, has a great presence, female, who's entered I won't say the race because she's been selected, appointed by our governor in the state of Georgia to represent the state of Georgia as one of our two senators. Excuse me. This kind of divided the party a little in the state of Georgia because the president, including others, uh, other representatives, congressional representatives were uh, like Representative Matt Gates, very public about Brian Kemp. Do the right thing. Brian Kemp is my governor here in the state of Georgia. If you're not from the state of Georgia, this is going to apply to you because this is the level of pressure that you're going to receive on a state level for your own seats that are available. So pay attention. This isn't just Georgia-centric. This is going to affect you as well. So Representative Matt Gates, the president, I mean, you know, just kind of we're on board with Representative Doug Collins because Doug Collins, you know, was stumping for the president. He was defending the president. He was on. He was loyal to the president. It was, uh, you know, all things President Trump uh, during the impeachment process. And 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 Doug really stepped up to step up his game in that regard. And and people are like, hey, he's the obvious choice. He's the obvious choice. He wants the Senate seat. We we like him. He's on Team Trump. You know, what what are we doing down here, Georgia? Why wouldn't you appoint? The person who's most important to me, who has proven his loyalty. And I just had a conversation with someone this morning who was downplaying the president's need for loyalty. And I said, don't ever underestimate Donald Trump's affinity for loyalty, because it is exactly how we ended up with some of the less than stellar uh, people in his administration who have since come and gone. Because they were loyal to him 
before he ever got here. Right. So naturally, someone who has an affinity for loyalty that's important to him on on one on one relationships, you carry those people with you. It's a bad habit that a lot of us have um, because loyalty doesn't always win at the end of the day because people are loyal for many, many reasons. On a on a life lesson level. My pastor used to talk to us about how he would rather have someone who loved him than someone who was loyal. And I didn't really understand that until I was placed in a position in politics myself. And I was presented with an opportunity to run for office. And, uh, you know, all the loyal ones came out of the woodwork. And then what you realize is that even though they're loyal, they don't love you. They're only going to be loyal for a period of time. That's just my personal story. That has nothing to do with Representative Doug Collins and his affinity for the president, his 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 desire to um, uphold the president's agenda. Right, wrong, or different, wherever you stand on that. Most of you who follow me are conservatives, so you're on board with that as well. I was shocked by this stat because I used the term loyal deliberately, and only one person called me out for it, which is awesome. Um, because you're right, we should be loyal. I've said this since Donald Trump took office. The fight is not against Donald Trump. The fight is for your liberty. Donald Trump is going to come and go. Instead of celebrating what he has achieved, what he will continue to achieve, if you're, if you're confused or ill-informed or disinformed or just not informed at all, go to promiseskept.com. You will see exactly what he has achieved, monumentally, damn near miraculously. Really? Could any of us survive the ridicule and the, the, just the, ah, the relentless pursuit for his head? I mean, it's not enough to, it'll never be enough to just impeach him and unseat him. <laughs> like, it's not enough for the rabid, um, the labid, the rabid portion of the country that is truly mentally ill over this president. I don't say things like that um, haphazardly, do I, Mr. P? I mean, you've worked with me for four or five years now. I, I don't, I'm not that chick. I can be. I, matter of fact, speaking of being a chick, moved over to the red flag laws of Virginia that apparently, you know, some of you are in favor of red flag laws. What are you, crazy? You know, part of what they're saying is, hey, let a judge determine if you're a danger to society. I'm like, I'm a female. I have ovaries. Every 28 days, I'm a danger to myself and society. And just ask my producer. So it's like, I'm going to have some liberal judge, a politicized, biased judge, determine whether or not I can exercise my Second Amendment. Are you guys crazy? No. Back to local politics. Your politics are no longer local. How do I know that? Because 93% of you at this point have said that it is a must that your state candidates are loyal to the president. I would encourage you to check yourself to make sure that you're not going to suffer from a reverse Trump derangement syndrome, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. We laugh about being part of the cult 45 Right. But you really got to watch that. You, you you need to maintain your sanity by adhering to 
our constitutional principles. It's never a good thing. I've watched it. God rest his soul and his daughter's precious soul and everyone else on board. But I don't know about the rest of you, but there's a part of me. I prayed over a group of people the other night who were really saddened by Kobe Bryant's death because they were from California. He, he just meant a lot to them in the way of, you know, being an idol. I cannot tell you how many children I've heard and watched on social media. They're like, he was my idol. He's like a god. And I'm like, no, not really, because he's dead. Sorry, God never dies. Now, Kobe's legacy will likely never die, and that's a wonderful thing. In relation to how we have this insatiable need to erect someone above where they should be in our hearts and our minds, I do encourage my fellow Trump supporters to never place any man or woman ever above where they need to be seated to honor the position of presidency. Awesome. We should. We did it as conservatives with Obama. Be great to see that reciprocated, but you're not going to. So you may as well get used to that. Your politics are no longer local. You have to have a mind shift about that. They're not local. So what do you do with that? In the case of our Senate race here in the state of Georgia, you're going to be asked to choose between someone who is a, quote, newcomer. She has, in fact, poured money into the Republican Party for a number of years. They see her $20 million and her husband's $20 million as a way to uh, galvanize the, the base here in the state of Georgia. I personally have a very completely different view on identity politics. I do not agree with pandering. I do not agree with uh, placate, placation. I believe the right is constantly playing catch up and react to the left as opposed to just having an original thought, which we are the party of ideas after all is what we preach. You know, but we've never learned how to really evangelize our message. I had some friends who were going to be on um, a local station of NPR here today, and they happened to be gay. And they wanted to address homosexuals within the Republican Party. And they're going to be on with a, you know, a relatively known um, liberal figure, uh, a commentator. And I said, you know, you would do you have such an opportunity to evangelize the gay base who are literally politically homeless. We're worried about bringing refugees into the country, and we've got political refugees all over the country. I don't know if you know that. The whole walkaway movement, Blexit, those people are looking for a home, and they're patriots, and they're tired of what they see on the left. But we're completely self-imploding on the right, which some of you are really excited about because you know what I know. You know what my daughter knows. You know what Generation Z knows. You know that both of these parties, thanks to Donald Trump, are no longer what they once were. And they're not ever going to be that again. And that really rattles the establishment. That rattles people who like status quo, who like their power structure, who like to hide behind statesmanship, who like to hide behind the suit and the tie and swim in the swamp in the form of crony capitalism, payouts, no term limits whatsoever. And they do it on your dime. They do it on your children's souls. That's life 
love, and liberty. I'm a female. My number one concern about this country is our safety because nothing else matters. Economic superiority, economic growth, jobs, healthcare, without safety, what do we have? I'm a mama. I'm a widowed mother. My number one goal is to keep my daughter safe. So if you don't have a candidate who's concerned about your safety, who understands the seriousness of that, in the state of Georgia right now, in this particular race, we have people who are for criminal justice reform, and then what does that mean? What kind of, what style of criminal justice reform are we talking about? Are we, are we talking about unlocking the doors and, you know, being lenient with them, like I talked about yesterday, the gold star system? Where are we on all of that? So you're going to be asked to make a choice between um, the new and improved moderate Republican Party Look, look at us. We can we actually have a female. Or you're going to be asked to choose the candidate who has been loyal to the president, the president's cause. There's going to be a lot of money spent. There's a lot of crap flying right now. Um, I would encourage my fellow Republicans in the state of Georgia to put on your big girls and boys panties. Get yourselves together. Look at look at the voting record of the person who has been there. Make your own distinction. Check out the person who's been appointed by the governor of Georgia. Don't just, you know, I know the grassroots are completely crazed right now about Kelly Leffler. They're not fans of hers. You know, but can we just exercise some sanity within our own party? And I think we have the ability to do that. Grassroots are not going to make or break this campaign. The establishment's not going to make or break this campaign. The voters of Georgia are going to determine who holds that Senate seat, period. And I'm telling you, there are more Trump supporters in the state of Georgia than people would care to give you polling data on. Ugh, polls. That's why I, I just took my own friggin' poll this morning. I was like, what's going on? How do you guys really feel? 93% of you said loyalty to the president of the United States is crucial in your upcoming state elections okay so guess who's coming on with me cat turd (laughs) cat turd affectionately known as a pain in the butt of people on the left (laughs) i mean this person i have spoken with this person i will not tell you whether cat turd too is male or female or they never know personal pronoun man they fluctuate in this day and age his his or her preferred uh personal pronoun could be they right i I took a poll yesterday i was like is it he she they or don lemon a lot of you played along with me thank you and like 90 percent of you thought it could be don lemon (laughs) like thousands of you have actually taken that poll i love it it's good to laugh it is so good to laugh and this person subscribes to laughter as well so we're gonna have a good time on sunday this person the cat is coming out of its litter box clump and all on sunday live on 95.5 fm wsb radio with me i am so honored to be the first person to to disclose the turd That is so funny to me because it's just so wrong. It's gross. But all of you cat people are like, yeah. So I keep getting questions like, is it clump or non-clump? Is it deodorized? Like, what are we talking about here? If you follow this person's account, you know that nothing this person tweets is deodorized. (laughs) It is just like plop, 
right there in the box of charcoal kitty litter. Okay. So we're having a good time. 12 to 2, you can download the app, which is WSB Radio. You can uh, stream online live at WSBRadio.com. You can also go to TuneIn. Uh, or if you're working, some of you have asked, how do I catch it later in the day? You can find it at WSBRadio.com or my website, MonicaMatthews.com. If you subscribe to my podcast, it'll be up there as well on iTunes and Stitcher and other download mediums, which you can go sign up for right now. And that way on Sunday, you can simply yell at that little propaganda box that a lot of you have in your house called Alexa. And you can say, hey, Alexa, play Monica Matthews podcast. <laughs> and if you have, if you're listening to me right now, it may have actually just come on. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but you can do that on Sunday from 12 to 2 and uh, and catch our conversation. Again, if you have any questions for Cat Turd, uh, you are welcome to pose them on my website. I just posted a um, I posted a uh, a podcast yesterday about Cat Turd announcing that Cat Turd will be on with me, and uh, there's a little uh, a little a little place that you can click a little icon only on my website that gives you the opportunity to uh, send a voicemail. It comes directly to me. I can respond directly to you. Uh, so and I and that's with every podcast I do. They're on my website as well. So if you ever have anything that you want to add to the conversation, and Cat Turd and I both agreed that it would be awesome to be able to have your questions to play them live on the air. We will also take your calls live on the air. So I'm sure my phone lines will just blow up. Super Bowl Sunday. I'm I'm out. God, this is so bad. I've just been so hunkered. Kansas City Chiefs and who? The 49ers. Okay. Well, hmm. I would normally be on the side of the 49ers, but I'm really tired of California politics. So, so I think my bias is going to be based on politics. See? Well, based on this, Patrick Mahomes has great hair. <laughs> okay, fine. So do I. But. <laughs> I'm not making a billion dollars a year throwing a football, <laughs> wearing tights, running down a field, informing, you know, the masses. Okay, what else did I have? That's really it. I, you know, I want to leave you with some encouragement. <clears throat> Excuse me for this weekend. It's Friday. It's been a long week with these you know, the impeachment debacle, just such a sham. I love the, the fact that the president is just like, what do you call it? The president overnight in Iowa reveling a likely vote to acquit. This is a happy period for us. It's a happy period because we call this impeachment light. <laughs> I love it. impeachment light. You know, I love it. Uh, I mean, he's can you imagine like he's just he's jovial through the process. Some of you are going through you're weathering some storms in your life. And I know because I get your emails. I get your messages. Some of you have sick wives with cancer. Some of you have just lost your husbands. Some of you, whether it's through divorce to another woman, uh, you know, to death, to disease, accident, military. I hear from a lot of military families who have lost their kids. Listen, life is still going on, you guys. Life is still going on. And love really does conquer all because you can choose love. You can choose life. Or you can choose oppression and death. You can choose life, love, and liberty. Or you can choose oppression and death. You can choose to listen to a lie. So something I want to encourage you to do 
even though we're completely right down the middle in this country of left, right, you know, we just have this distinction of evil and, and good. We have to really watch ourselves to not, you know, ascend into this position of moral superiority because we're on the right, because we're pro-life, right? Somehow that gives us the get out of hell pass card that we're, we're heterosexual and we're for life. Well, surprise, <laughs> you know, life is long. People do have the capability to, of changing. So I want to encourage some of you who are in just in complete flux and turmoil, whether it's in your personal life, your political life, professional life. Allow people, you know, the reservation to change. Reserve the right to change for yourself and for others. People say people never change. That's not true. We've seen it in this country. The entire country is in flux, which is something that makes us really inherently uncomfortable. No one likes change, even good change, because we're used to the status quo. So I want to encourage you to embrace change as long as your fundamental personal constitution is in place, because that informs your professional life and that informs your political life. Make sure that your personal constitution is rooted in liberty, love, and justice for all. And you will not go wrong. Okay, you can follow me on Twitter at Monica On Your Talk on Facebook, which we're doing live as well now, streaming on Facebook at Monty Matthews, M-O-N-I-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S. You can sign up for my newsletters at monicamatthews.com. I need more coffee or a mimosa. Mm, maybe I'll go for the mimosa. It's Friday. Have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy your families. God, turn the friggin' television off. Go enjoy yourself. Have a great time and a safe time for Super Bowl Sunday. No drinking and driving. No excuse. Uber, Lyft, all those limos. Do whatever it is you need to do. But tune into my show this Sunday for sure. 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time on 95.5 FM, WSB Radio. Be good to your neighbor beginning with yourself. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. 